0: And we're back with another episode of Why Y'all Working? What's up, family? Mm-hmm. I'm one of your hosts, Alair Jameson. I'm Michael Agusanya. It's been a great day. We're in a new location. Um, Michael, tell me where we're at. Tell so him bring out the whole ocean. The blue ocean. It's all about that entrepreneurship. Starlink is sending up staff satellites. I think they sent up over a thousand at this point. Um, and they are allowing people anywhere in the world to access what they call affordable internet from anywhere, really just getting you access the system from anywhere remote location. I feel like it's most useful for people and or entrepreneurs who are working maybe in the Midwest who don't necessarily have access to much like bandwidth and infrastructure as far as like fiber optics and cable um not to say that it doesn't exist but like using satellite internet versus using internet dial-up speed not necessarily saying that you're still in dial-up speed but if you're not in a urban area your internet speeds are um if you do not have you know whatever the most popular service provider is in that area, in that region, whether it be Verizon, Sprint, T-Mobile, whatever, again, I don't think Sprint exists anymore, but you get my point. T-Mobile, AT&T, they're still out there. So depending on which one you have is depending on how much service you actually have in particular. Okay, I just switched over from Verizon to T-Mobile. That was the best decision for me, right? Verizon doesn't really have much connections outside of the U.S. as far as um, partnerships with other service providers, but AT&T, uh, not AT&T, but T-Mobile does. Um, so the reason why I bring that up is because you can get satellite internet or internet through your phone, right, your cellular um, overseas if you were to have T-Mobile or AT&T or something like that. Verizon attempts to do that, but they charge you a beaucoup amount of money um, in order to just find and search for signal. Um, the entire time while you're abroad. Trust me, I'm speaking from personal experience while I was in the UK. Uh, it was useless. My phone was absolutely useless unless I had Wi-Fi. So uh say that to say, it would have been great for me to have something like Starlink. Um, Starlink, you have to pay, I think it's 150 buy-in for like the minimum uh, to, uh, The panel. I'm gonna have to look that up and write so a fixed
1: cost, so like monthly? There's a
0: fixed cost and then there's a monthly cost. So. It's like you buy the hardware, that's the fixed cost, and then you pay the monthly reoccurring fee for the bandwidth and the internet access and the connection, but it's not, the reason why I didn't get it from my apartment when I moved in is because it wasn't up to snuff yet, like it wouldn't support gaming um, and the latencies that it needs to support that. So if you can't really support any type of gaming capacity, I know that it's not strong enough yet for a lot of people to be on it. And, actually, you know, stream video, you know, online and play game or whatever, um, communicate. So that's like kind of like the main thing there. Uh, it's probably some nice use cases. Like they have a roaming one or a stationary one. So you can buy like a stationary hardware where you could just set it up at the house, make sure it has, you know, no, an, an obst- unobstructed view of the sky, Before it needs to be placed. It could be placed on a deck on top of the house, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you the, again the downside is is that if you don't get much sunlight or if it's cloud cover you may have issues with spotty connection um again you're supposed to have an perfect view of the sky but sometimes weather happens could be a storm outside um i don't know if sun plays a role in whether or not you are a satellite dish or keeps connection but i do know that storms also play a role in disrupting connection from that depending on what it is in the air so um, yeah, it's a great use case for the product. Um, and again, if you're a remote nomad or a nomad worker, uh, the roaming Starlink may be better for you. If you you know, if you're do a lot of work on the road, you're in a Sprinter van or. Oh, it's not um, fixed. It's not like a dish. Yeah, the, the, so the roaming dish is like it's kind of like imagine kind of like a satellite roaming here far. I'm gonna pull up the picture too. Um, yeah, let me say too many hits things. <laughs>
1: We're going to have a picture for y'all to see. Oh, uh, honestly, our TikTok that we posted, or we posted earlier, got like 800 views, someone that reached out. I'm going to remember your name, but when I remember your name, I'll let you know <laughs> that we going to fuck with you. Congrats. So shout out to you. Shout out. Um, We're going to keep it going. Now that I got Premiere Pro, so if, for y'all who don't know, we started while y'all working with the idea of it being a tech radio show using AMP, uh, which we should hop back on. Um, did like what, five, six episodes, had Zeka Len on there. And then we found out that our episodes don't actually save, you, you can't save any recordings of the, the well, That's the one flaw of that platform, I would, I would say, besides not being able to do a whole
0: host of things. And you have a reach within Amazon, but it's not like Amazon is connected to a behemoth like TikTok, right? Because there's no social media platform attached to Amazon that is going to allow us to grow in the ways that I feel like we want to. And, I don't know if there's going to be competition in the future or different things in our niche, like dealing with ownership, personal finance, growth, you know, personal development, professional development, right, um, that Amazon wants to produce. I follow their film and uh, their release schedule. uh, So, like, I'm aware of it. I know that they're doing a lot more with that. Their budgets are getting a little bit bigger. They're getting more contracts and such, but um, I'm just curious because, you know, Amp is just an anomaly. So radio is a dying of like radio turned into what it already was, which is podcasts, which is solely audio, right? Or audio and video. So yeah, I feel that. Oh, well, coming back to real quick, Squarespace is uh, acquiring. So I'm going to read you the email. Squarespace, Squarespace recently announced that it entered into an agreement to purchase all domain name registrations and related customer accounts from Google domains so um that's huge it is uh right now it says my domain will continue to operate and be managed by google until it is not moved to squarespace and that won't happen until the transaction closes until way after the transaction closes and the migration process begins which will likely take place over the last uh, over the next two months so all customers will be moved to squarespace domains in the coming months And that means that uh, Squarespace Domains is an independent domain from the registrar service provided by Squarespace. So it seems like it's another company underneath the Squarespace umbrella. Uh, It also seems like Google is divesting. Um, It could be good and or bad. Again, everybody's focused on AI right now and space and whatever's making money. So... (laughs) I'm guessing maybe websites is not a lucrative lucrative, uh, service for them to maybe their least money maker, right? I feel like when companies sell a portion of their business office because it's not making as much money as they would like it to, Uh, you know, similar to Starbucks, when Starbucks bought Tiavana, the billion, and and then decided to shut it down because their margins weren't big enough, right? I think they had 40% margins and Starbucks wanted it to be 70. Doesn't make sense for a tea, loose leaf tea business. So I could see why it didn't go anywhere, but I feel like they didn't try hard enough to expand the business and do all the things that they could have done to expand that IP. But they have to say, when we look at this from uh, like, I guess a, a cloud, company perspective, right? Um, Squarespace is still going to utilize the Google Cloud DNS infrastructure. So DNS is not changing during the migration at least for right now. Um, And then again, the one thing that everybody needs to notice when these things happen, when these actual happen is that we're looking at, it's still subject to regulatory approval, right? So whether or not a judge says that Google is okay to sell this in Squarespace and Squarespace is not going to become a conglomerate as a result of the sale, that's like what we're talking about here. Because again, the government only steps in anytime that a corporation owns too much in too many categories or in too many spaces like Amazon for example is one of those companies that they're looking at potentially splitting up if they get too big now Jeff Bezos is a little too smart so he probably put that plan in place to make sure that they keep all those different businesses siloed so that way it doesn't have a problem for him however if Amazon just decides to make too much money they're going to be split up by the federal government into many different businesses you have a transportation business you have business you'll have a software business you'll have there'll be a whole marketplace business right so there'll be different aspects of the business that won't be under this umbrella Um, and unfortunately that happens not often but it does happen um speaking of uh, which Disney's also divesting some of their investments. I think each one is up for sale. Really?
1: Uh, uh, so after firing like after stack.
0: Yeah, I mean it makes sense. I mean, Riders are on strike, there's a lot of things going on. Uh shout out to StagAfter and you know, everybody that are doing good work out there. Uh, we feel free, we understand, um, and we hope that we can provide any support. Um, so just let us know how we can help the East Coast. Um, we know we have actors here in Baltimore. Uh, another great event is coming up for artists and creatives called Artscape. I think that's this weekend. Um, this is the week of the 24th. So depending on when this comes out, you guys may or may not see this, but um, when you do, just be on the lookout for that. I think we have... Ari Lennox coming through. Um, so that's
1: great. I don't know who. It was her. Her was,
0: Her had to cancel. I'm glad Ari, Ari Lennox is from the from this area, from DMV. I don't really care about anybody else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's but to be our first time in Baltimore, like, shit. yeah. I mean, I don't think it's <laughs> gonna be our first time in Baltimore. He's from the area, man. right here. I'm pretty sure he's done shows in Baltimore before. <laughs> I have not seen them, but I I wish I could have been be there because I'm going to like Alma Piano, like, uh, okay. pool party pop on Saturday. So, Which my hey, my cousin hit me up. My cousin hit me up. It's in, it's in Virginia, it's in Strand. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I would have told you to pull up with me, but <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, but back on topic, so, uh Just even talking about conglomerates and businesses like that, understanding where we are right now in the world is kind of interesting. I posted a lot of different things on my story today, Um, one on my Instagram story today. One of them being uh, the fact that you know I don't know if you haven't heard, India landed on the moon or Indian space mission successfully landed on the moon. I want to say about a month or a couple weeks after the Russians tried and failed. Um, to do that, the Russian government tried to fail, uh, tried and failed to do that on their own to so land on the southern tip of the moon so when we look at that it 's also interesting because it only cost about or only cost the country of India 75 million the government of india 75 million to get the rocket and the artifact on the moon that included. Yeah, I'm guessing so, right? So, like, it's just like NASA, for example, like all countries supposedly work together in conjunction as far as like the international space station is concerned, right? Um, despite the fact that I feel like the international space race is starting up again. Now, my question is, is like I posted on, on my story is why do you think that we haven't necessarily paid attention to space until now? when there has been way more than just one or two companies on the NASDAQ 100. Even we, there's hundreds of companies, right, hundreds of thousands of companies that are worth well over 75 plus mil, right, that we're talking about here that we may not even know about, but there are some on the NASDAQ. Right? So what do you feel about, like, How what do you think about that? like? You, like, is it interesting to you as it is interesting to me that we haven't necessarily tackled space until now, even though more companies have been worth more than 75 mil, right? It's people just not cared about space until the government's like, oh, aliens are real, even though clearly they have been real since the 1920s and before then. So my thought is, is if the technology has always been there, where are we going with this and where, where do
1: you see us going? Yeah, that's a great question. It, the thing is with space travel is like every four to six years, periodically it becomes like a bigger conversation. I can still remember 2017 when people were talking about colonizing Mar, uh, Mars and taking their first um, commercial trips to space and how that list already got backloaded. I and mean, Lord knows, like, the people who probably spent $10,000, $20,000, once they saw that submarine get turned into a Coke can, it was like, all right. Let me just it's not a Coke can. I <laughs> should have drank Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like sociology. The uh I wanna call it obsession. You know, the space travel that happens globally every so often comes from a fear of like what do we currently have? So we saw climate change, um, real support to the people in Maui and Hawaii. Um, we're seeing um uh, alien presence being like officially announced, even though, again, acknowledged. Right?
0: Area 51 has been a thing, we <laughs> all know about it and joke about it. But the fact that this might actually be factual, like some of our anime or cartoon dreams, where they go into like Dexter's laboratory and there's aliens locked up, in like you know, <laughs> that's right.
1: That's scary, yeah. <laughs> and, and side note if anyone watching this actually did the storm Area 51 please comment because we need to get you on this podcast to figure out what was going on and what you consume to want to go all the way to Vegas and and, and try. I just want, I want to space travel. thats I
0: thought I could be anything. Space to travel and like helping space at and stuff like that. I want to be peaceful, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I need to protect myself, I will. But I don't know how I'm going to do that in space.
1: You want to shoot an alien?
0: I didn't say I was gonna use a gun. Um they have space guns and space weapons. I for all I know, I might unlock my success becoming <laughs> I just you I just take off the uh the mask. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Darth Vader. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's just kinda like what I'm thinking. Like I feel like there's a lot like so oh, even then, like warring the space conversation, I think that there's a lot to even think about there right because it's like how long before humans actually go to space regularly my thought process is with that is if we're trying to make commercially viable space travel thing, and rockets are the only way that we can get there but we also have to endure the same g force that a fighter pilot has to endure when they're going close to i think the speed of sound or speed of light whatever it is whatever the clicks and. Be talking about but don't they go that fast actually but when we talk about the force and the exertion on the body that is placed when you're going at that speed it's going to be interesting to see and know whether or not we actually have the, the ability to travel at this point um because when you go through space you're essentially warping through time is if, if i'm understanding that correctly because space is infinite and it's an infinite void but in order to move, I really don't know how things are because it's like, they don't really crash, right? You, you get up there and you kind of stay up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't necessarily come down unless it's pulled
1: down by gravity and or orbit of another planet. It's the long. conversations, I get taller after spending extended times there and they end up being younger. So they age less literally in space. Interesting. So that's one thing. If I wasn't doing what I was doing, I would have I studied like, Becoming a like astrology, astrology, astronaut, okay, like not not
0: astrology, but like physics and all that stuff, not really studying the stars, but space. And like, okay, no, that's really dope because even just having that conversation, uh, there's an entrepreneur that is attempting to reverse his life by spending over two mil. I think that, um, if you saw uh today, diary of a CEO, he just posted, um. I watch this podcast a lot. Uh, the old Diary CEO podcast. British guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on the episode. Uh, well, I want to be on his episode eventually <laughs> at some point once I do, you know, finish these big things that we got going on. But like, even thinking about that, I, I was very comfortable. A lot of people have adverse thoughts about living longer than what we think is possible or like at least what our perception of what shown to us as possible, right? Because every single day we hear about, here's the oldest this, the oldest black restaurant is in Arkansas and it's over a hundred years old. That's what we know of, right? That's just because people haven't come out and been like, yo, like we're here. I mean, social media is still kind of new to the rest of the world. So when we think about that, there's a lot more things that we don't know. Um, and when I say that, I also need to mention that there's also a lot more people in this world than we think and believe that may be living longer than a hundred years old. And realistically, it shouldn't be that hard for us to do so, I feel, in within the proper conditions, with the proper conditions around us, with the proper environment around us. Now, in order to achieve that, this entrepreneur is going through numerous amounts of medical tests and uh, examinations, um, done by professionals, of course, obviously he's paying them, he makes millions of dollars. Uh, but the way in which that he's doing that involves utilizing the bodily fluids, blood, and transfusions between himself, his father, and his son. All consenting individuals, however, that still turns some people off in that because they're like, well why do we need to experiment with our bodies and, you know, you get into the science of big pharma, and again, right, um, all these conglomerates that are making these drugs and are synthesizing these, uh, whether it be diseases or cures, um, and we're not putting them out there, right? So there may be some way for us to feasibly live as long as possible. And if this guy is living and has his body in a state where it is knowledge like data showcases that he is his body old, even if his mind and his actual
1: age are like 40 50. oh is that that point yes Uh, i remember hearing about the journey and the things that he was doing and my first thought is like oh if you get to if you're able to um kind of uh, prevent aging at a certain point maybe we're talking five ten years um, there's a chance it might be accelerated, you know. After a certain point, you eat a cheeseburger and now you're 98 years old. Right. But the fact that he's uh, over half, he sliced um, kind of his age, both from like the DNA and just biological size and more than half. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, so like that's that's kind of like the big things. I know we've been all over the place with
0: space and that. Like I feel like, particularly for me. Both of those places are interesting. I think that um, cellular regeneration is one of the places that I particularly like, when I get my millions, I'm going to be putting money into that. I think stem cell research is probably where I'm going to be putting my money into um, with the focus into, with the focus being on cell regeneration or like organ regeneration. Um, Because if we can amplify that in our bodies without necessarily using up all of our, Cells like viability and life force, we can essentially help the bodies repair themselves from any injury possible. Now, I'm not saying that if you get shot in the heart, uh, you won't die on impact, right? But there will be maybe a way for us to save, you know, first responders on site if they get their arm blown off or they suffer severe burns and we're able to like revitalize and rejuvenate. Their
1: you know bones or uh, skin of uh, or you no know, organ organs so that's kind of like I think there I don't know like I mean that would be huge especially bringing it back to space travel you know think about colonization you know there might be two doctors three doctors it might be one person who understands construction um, and again bringing the idea of like what it means to live connected with like what is the human experience I think the human experience is just growing in terms of what we can and can't do. Um, you know I do believe that Like I'm looking at Jaden Smith And I feel like I mean on top of him being multimillionaire, We talked right. about it on the last podcast I think he's preparing himself And his mental and his body To still live For at least 150 years And Why I do you think, think that? that's possible I don't know Like his whole demeanor I mean, the way he approaches music Art He'll like drop an album two albums, three albums, and then just kind of ghost off the side of the world. And his training routine, his regimen, like what he was putting into his body and how he was working out, it's proven that like, okay, this guy is like on some like 2% body fat, trying to like get to a point where he could work forever. So when I think about um, stem cell research, a lot of it had to do with food, which seemed disgusting. I'm not even the stem cell padding, like but <laughs> I think you saw the first chicken. Uh, they just did that, like a uh, uh, chicken breast. We made it from the test tube. Came out like a, in the past two weeks. So that's I don't
0: know how I feel about that. I feel like, okay, so <sighs>
1: either it just came out or it just got FDA approved. I mean either
0: way, I, I believe it. I, I the reason is that I used to work for a friend called Early Charm here in Baltimore that
1: is, Shout out Cam Malone. Shout out Cam
0: Malone Congrats on the new contract, um, the new facility for manufacturing. But the reason why I mentioned them is because there's one company within their portfolio that was either working with or creating food, like vegan fish. I think. And it was just, it was interesting. And it may not, this may not be them and maybe some other startup. And if it is, forgive me. But there is a startup that is creating fish out of like, vegan proteins or something like that, like some organic way that doesn't actually involve fish and making, turning that into sushi. I don't get that, right? Because it's like, well, now the animal's are not involved, so is it more humane? Like, it's that humane way for somebody to get in their fish proteins if they can be created so, right? replicated?
1: I don't know how that food system works, because um, like right now in order to make like a uh, vegan fish you're putting a lot into it I know there's like a seaweed factor mm-hmm. um, so basically making a vegan fish is because I eat, uh, vegan food occasionally <laughs> is pretty difficult Okay. so maybe they're creating like you said a protein uh, a cell that's like naturally organically occurring mm-hmm. in nature uh, to make that process, maybe maybe they're layering the soy with that material in order to make it more fish-like, because it's not a fish, but it's still vegan, but it's also like a living biological thing, which is interesting. Yeah, big facts, big facts.
0: <laughs> Let me see here. I um, just put up the article on the entrepreneur, Brian Johnson, uh, 45-year-old. He's at least five years younger than his age, so they say. But um yeah, the issue is is that okay, so the issue is with me right now and data and science is you have all of these supplements that you need to take. Um and he has a you know exercise regimen, as you said, that uh also has, right? Trying to live life forever. Knowing that exercise is really the true way for humans to live long, um, How do you feel about the fitness industry as a whole right now? Knowing that there are a lot of entrepreneurs and creatives being born out of that industry, right? Showcasing different things, promoting health, wellness, but also what's even more interesting is that a lot of them that have become entrepreneurs as a result of their like their following, right, from social media platforms like YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. Instagram, YouTube, whatever the, the, the like, right. They have these platforms where they built these followings and eventually they've turned these followings into followers and customers of their business. And this business is not necessarily a need out of their niche. It's more so a passion project that they've always wanted to do. A mm-hmm. uh, prime example, one of them being Max Tuning, right? Max Tuning is a entrepreneur, YouTuber, creator. That I've been following for quite a while, um, since high school, middle school, honestly. well, high school, honestly. Um, and he started up this company, candy company called Sour Strips. He has now a podcast called Don't Be Sour as well, doing a lot of good things, interviewing a lot of my famous YouTube OGs as well. Um, but I find that very interesting because he's been very successful off of the success of his fans and the platform that he's created on YouTube. As a lot of $94 in the business now, and Target, AGV, and a whole of other stores alongside um, some other things that he can log in, right? He has some uh, pre-workout brands, stuff like that, as well as uh, his own apparel brand called Ogre Ford. So when I look at this, I see it's, it's very interesting because none of those things with the exception of Ogre Ford has anything to do with fitness, right? You could argue and say that, okay, well, having some sugar right before you work out to work out, like it does, right? Simple sugars, fast sugars, get into your bloodstream, allow you to, your muscles to utilize that to push weight and do all these different things. But it's really interesting for me to see, like, for us, it's different as far as our entrepreneurial paths, right? We have to find the niche and a the need. They don't necessarily need to do so. I think the need more so in the community for them was putting out the content. Um, and now that they put out the content, their audience is there. Another example is, uh, you know, I've heard Alpha Alphali, I would say is the American equivalent to Jim sharp okay. in terms of, uh, creator to creator, uh, like supporter to fan to customer growth. Like if you look at that and look at their model of how they built both of those brands, um, ben Francis is the CEO of Gen Shark, Recently, billionaire, um, recently minted UK billionaire, youngest one of the youngest, I think. And then on top of that, the business itself is a multi-billion-dollar business um, in sportswear and apparel. So that his business is directly relevant and related to his niche and his support for his community. However, in the beginning, right, they it was grassroots, right. I don't know necessarily if there was a need for clothing it was more so a passion project that they had that just so happened to become more valuable and important to the community around them um and became a a sort of unifier in a sense right because now jim shark is literally everywhere you have heard about it i mean i'm assuming right
1: so this is that they just opened their store they're venturing um, into like, um, I mean, they have even like yoga mats, like they have. Exercise. Yeah, they have, the,
0: they literally have everything. So I think that for me, understanding where Dynshark could potentially go, right? Knowing that it's a billion dollar business now, it's like, okay, are they trying to go after, um, uh, Adidas, are they trying to become the next Nike world? Right. Um, both of which those companies are huge and massive. So do they take a step into doing shoe footwear, right? Um, because to me, that would be the natural progression unless their soul is is solely on fitness and apparel wear, um, and then yeah, like athleisure and stuff like that. But remember, Under Armour is still in a lot of other things too, right? They're also covering all the sports sector. So maybe that's what's next for a truck, right? When we're thinking about that from an entrepreneurial perspective, maybe what's next for them is, uh, just doubling down on sponsorships, um in particular right to bring up something that's going on right now there's no deals there's no marketing deals with all the college the young
1: college athletes that are coming out um that, shout out angel reese by you barbie she's in baltimore as we speak yes sir congrats to that um uh, congrats
0: to shakari richardson also for winning her her race and uh noah lyle's for also being the badass that he is and an anime extraordinaire so <laughs> Um, shout out to them. But the reason why I bring them up is because they're not necessarily nil nil deals, but Angel is, right? So one of the top nil deals right now. Barney, uh he's good, but he also had one of the top nil deals of his class, if not the highest. Um valuation. Right. So both of them would be way valuable for something like Tim Sharp to come out there, right? When we're looking at these replications, if you saw um you, you told me to watch that movie, um, like uh Jordan movie, uh, The Contra No, well, you mm-hmm. did tell me to watch The Clone Tyrant. I did watch some <laughs> of it, bit, but maybe you didn't tell me to watch that. But it was the uh, if you watch the Jordan movie with Jordan, yeah. no uh, Michael Jordan's well, like um, uh, the last dance. His origin movie, the the one about the shoe and the one about the company
1: of Nike. Oh
0: yeah, Nike the origin. origin. Space I call it. Jam. Space Jam? No. All right. <laughs> air, uh, yeah. It might be it's Air, about- but is Jordan, the Jordan movie. I, I call it the Jordan movie, but it's not the Jordan movie. Mark, you're definitely talking about Space Jam. Um, there's no way. Is that the name
1: of the movie? Yeah, no. Space Jam 11, Space Jam movie. No, no. Bugs Bunny was in that. Thing. Air, air, air. Where's air. the movie? You
0: were right, air, just air. Arizona movie, oh. I I didn't even know, but I watched it. I thought it was really interesting. In, like any watching any business movie without really knowing that the business movie, thinking about sports, but then like really getting the weeds of like how it actually came all together. It was really interesting for me. So that allowed me to see how like how they really went after all of the top athletes, spending that two hundred k on just LeBron, not LeBron, but on just Michael Jordan himself. Excuse me. Um, It just made it interesting because we, as entrepreneurs, make that decision all the time. right? We say, "Fuck!" Like we have, to, we might have to drop all of our eggs in one basket. Are they going to be a hit it out the park, or is this going to be something that I'm going to regret and have to shut up the company? So, yeah, I, I see this. uh, I see you're potentially getting into that realm. I hope they do. Um, I hope Alphaly does, uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, like, I think that it's very interesting to see that these health and fitness entrepreneurs, um, health entrepreneurs that own these gyms that are doing great things um, are getting into this, these spaces where they can really dominate the creator space and then also make plays for individuals that are coming after them. With, I see a lot of innovation in that space and I we'll don't see as much innovation in our spaces, if that makes sense.